You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. How do the ghosts and demons in our comic books and manga compare to their biblical counterparts? We're going to find out today for our episode of Systematic Ecology. We are the priests to the geeks. We are here live at the Temple's Edge in Matthew, North Carolina, where we have been graciously been provided a space to have this little bit of mini fun day, enjoy each other's company, and talk about some things that we love. I'm your host, Christian today, and I'm joined by Joshua Moore. How are you doing, Josh? You know, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I had a had a great pizza. I got to see the seaboard, a hundred cart train today. It was a good day. I'm happy. That was a pretty impressive train. Yeah, man. Seaboard, for those who don't know about trains, the seaboard is like high level. Like if you're a train enthusiast, you have to see the seaboard at least once in your life. Uh, it was it was great. Okay. So we started the day in the matter of least important outside of myself. So we're going to go uh, <laughs> next up to TJ. How are you doing, TJ? I'm doing well. Thank you, Christian. Excellent. And now I have to introduce my co-conspirator, the co-leader of the revolution against Joshua, Elizabeth Payne Clyde. How are you doing, Payne? Hello. I just realized we talked about making posters last night. We never did. Now we got we got caught up watching Whisper of the Heart instead. Yeah. Gosh, we suck. And I, I try so hard to support your conspiracy against me, and you just make it impossible. No, if you stuck less, it would be easier. Listen, yeah. I, every single election we've had for dictator of SG, I have voted for Christian. <laughs> I don't vote, you don't vote for a dictator. I was say, but also to keep on disagreeing with <laughs> Maybe you. Maybe that's why you can't, can't have it. Any, any votes yet. As you can see, we're completely unified, yeah, which is the purpose of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but also today, uh, we're going to get into the topics of demons and ghosts in our favorite comics and manga. But before all that, I'd like to see uh, who has anything they've been geeking out on. Who wants to go first? Oh, just geeking out on stuff? Yes. Um, I already said Jujutsu Kaisen once today. I'm going to say Helk. I just read Helk. If you're listening... Haven't read Helk, haven't seen the anime that just started. Uh, Helk is really good. It's amazing. I read it one night. Uh, it's like 140 chapters. Great, great shonen story. Just big, strong human dude. Coexisting with demons, actually. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Sounds pretty relevant. I didn't see the first episode. It looked pretty good. It's pretty good. Man. Right. You know, my mine's kind of relative, relevant. Um, Hellboy and the BPRD started back up. We're getting near the end of the Hellboy and Love series, which eh, pretty mid. Hellboy and the BPRD, though, man, top notch. We got this instead of a werewolf. We have a tiger. Man, it was cool. It was so cool. Good one-off paranormal story. I'm a happy guy. Okay. Thanks. So I have been geeking out on, it is called a Blissful Marriage. We talked about it in Manga Monster a little bit. But just a old-fashioned, like, historic Edo romance between an emperor and a lady. Who doesn't love it? Mm-hmm. Actually, that did sound really interesting because I, I listened to Manga Mustard. It's on our YouTube. If you are on YouTube, check it out. If you're not, go to YouTube. But man, that, that whole series was interesting. But that was the one that really stood out to me of the stories y'all talked about. I was like, you know, it was a romance I might, type I of Manga Mustard. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even like romance that much. I was like, that story in particular. Like, okay, your poor I'll wife. I'll check it out. Well, uh, as for <laughs> me, uh, Josh, if you'd actually make yourself useful and hold this for me, as I disrobe live oh, on stage no. to show. I hate what, what, I hate everything about what just happened. It's what I've been geeking out on recently. And I did not consent. Yeah, you don't. So <laughs> I'm so glad that's on uh, live <laughs> forever on the internet. I didn't know what was happening. All that for a bit. <laughs> Naturally. So that's what I've been geeking out on recently. Uh, so, gentlemen, lady. Yeah. Anyone wondering, here? it is a very humid 87 degrees outside. Yeah. It's just wearing pretty shirts. Sure. That's why I just uh, put it on like 20 minutes beforehand, because I knew I would not be happy if that was the case. 
the fact that you put effort into that moment. You know, impressive. what's funny is TJ mentioned earlier that I should wear long, more long sleeve shirts. That's all I could think while I was outside today is, man, I, I should have been wearing a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I feel like it's a nice day. 87 is great. It's for a little chilly, south. but it's not like, oh my gosh, cold. Yeah, speaking it's of someone who needs to fire as a pill to keep relatively warm, comfortable. Uh, moving on, <laughs> our topic, like we mentioned earlier, is demons and ghosts within comics and manga. Now, would anyone like to go ahead and let's just go ahead and do the questions real quick. So, what comics and manga that involves ghosts and demons do we all enjoy? And what are our some of our favorite stories that involve these paranormal entities? Yeah, well, I just read Hulk. Hulk's super good. Uh, depending on how you look at it, Jujutsu Kaisen, you could say like the cursed. Uh, her spirits, her spirits yeah. are, are demons. Yeah. You can see that way. Inuyasha is a classic, all about demons. Love him. Yeah. Uh, pretty much most shonen at this point, I feel like, are about or. You can even go with Black Clover, too, with his sword. Yeah. Black yeah. Clover, Demon Slayer, believe it or not, does have demons in it. Yeah. Well, actually, funnily enough, they're not really demons in the, the technical sense, like we would typically attribute. They're more like vampires. Yeah. They're like ghouls. Yeah. But, you know. But it's called Demon Slayer, for sure. It gets in. Yeah. Um, man, I, I have a wide variety. Largely, I'm the comic book guy of the episode, which is weird, as it's usually Will's job, but, you know. <laughs> as far as it comes to, like, ghosts and demons, I feel like I read more of the paranormal comics, which is odd, I guess. But um, Ice Cream Man could be Satan himself. But, you know, I, I've fallen, I think it falls in the demonic category. Definitely some, like, ghost monsters kind of stuff. Um, Hellboy, I mentioned earlier. My all-time, one of my all-time favorite runs ever is Hellboy in Hell, so I'm excited to talk about that. I have a whole separate sheet here to talk about Hellboy in Hell. Um, let's see, Mephisto's Realm. We were talking about like Marvel stuff. We'll get to that. Uh, in a we get to. <laughs> uh, I honestly, just some of my favorite, like e- even the animes that I do like, like One Piece. I always found like what is Brooke to be really interesting. Like, does he technically count as a ghost because his spirit no. does depart from the skeleton pretty often, especially if you're talking about the video game? No. Um, I think it should count. Uh, <laughs> no. But, but even like that Blue Exorcist, the one that DJ made me watch, I thought it was really interesting. It's got a lot of that kind of stuff in it, too. Okay. Okay. Um, pretty much if it's anything remotely romantic and if the demons are hot, I'm for it. <laughs> so, Inuasha, for sure. Okay. We're just going to um, go there. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if it's an attractive demon I can fantasize about, let's go. Okay. Like, it's, it's a good time. I'll watch it. Um, but when... I thought about this topic. I thought specifically it's Bed and Breakfast for Spirits is a manga that I read with it. It's pretty much a demon falls in love with a human girl and she goes, works at their bed and breakfast and, you know, cooks for them. So, yeah, right up my alley. Hospitality. Yeah. All right. So uh, just out of curiosity, uh, I'm really hoping that uh, Lutheran pastors, in fact, do no exorcisms. It sounds like we might need that perhaps will i don't know <laughs> and for those of you who can't see our beautiful and brawl uh, bald and proud leader will is on the other side of technical support today so shout out to will for everything good he's doing and i will actually answer my own question here uh so a lot of really good stuff we put out here but let's also talk about chainsaw man and oh. in the series uh, demons are typically called devils instead it's more like a technical thing rather than like meaning a lot more, but they embody these concepts that have like something that people are really afraid of. There will be like, the, uh, there will be a blood devil. There will be uh, the eternity devil. And uh, even concepts like Halloween and the cosmos have something that really screw with people. So and you have Chainsaw Man himself, who is the devil, who slays other devils. And I really enjoy that aspect. So, anything else for this first yeah. part? About Chainsaw Man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I just love Chainsaw Man. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, Will, do you or anybody any listening have any uh, comics manga like that as ghost demons you want to throw out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, Marvel's Not Beastos promise. realm is gonna. I'm leaving that mostly to Christian. I just feel like that's his expertise. As much as he loves uh, Spider-Man, one last day, one more day. <laughs> so, you know, listen, it should have been the last one. You can't even troll correctly. <laughs> you can't even troll correctly. <laughs> You're worthless to me. I got the rise, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this also kind of introduces an interesting question we should all wrestle with, and is is why should we as Christians care about? Or entertain stories with these elements that we might not always agree with. Or fantasize. With. Yes. <laughs> who wants to go first with that one? Can, can you repeat the question? <laughs> yes. Uh, why should we as Christians care about or entertain stories with these elements that we might not always agree with? Um, it's entertaining. Yeah. Entertainment, at the end of the day, is for entertaining purposes. Yeah. That's pretty much where I stand about that. I um, will TJ answer. I will see more when I talk about Hellboy in Hell. But uh, also, I'll use Mumford and Sons as an example. Oddly enough, they have a song, Babel. Um, a lot of times those who are more artistic tend to really be able to bring out some of the themes that those of us who are like scholarly Bible nerd might miss. So whenever you think like Mumford and Sons Babel is actually about pride and how society gets full of itself. Whereas a lot of the times when you hear Bible nerds talk about it, it's really just about what really happened, where is it found, like that kind of stuff. We kind of maybe lose the theme sometimes. So I, I actually feel like it's Really important to see it in art, maybe even done from a different perspective, because you might be missing something. Anything you want to add? No, not at all. I just enjoy watching it. So, I mean, I really don't care like what your background is. You can enjoy all platforms. Fair enough. I mean, for me, uh, I think it's a very important to wrestle with this question because chances of there being a fictional piece of media out there that 100% aligns with my theology, well, it, I have to be the one to write it. I mean, at the end of the day. And we'll get to my recommendations later. And oh, man. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm going to second his recommendation later. <laughs> but, I mean, we've got a world out there that doesn't understand the supernatural. We have plenty of Christians who don't understand the supernatural and will pretend it doesn't exist. Or, yes, me. <laughs> or we'll pretend like, oh, well, that's just some story made up. And it was actually just mental illness or something like that. And like, how do we wrestle with those things in particular? What do you think about that? Sometimes I think it is just mental illness, for the record. Yes. I'm talking about like actual biblical stories versus what people would misidentify properly today. I'll maintain that uh, sometimes we focus too much on is it real or not and not enough on what the actual point of the story was. And what if the point of the story is Jesus can take out demons? Yes. Yeah, well, so that's where uh, comics and anger can really hit the actual issue sometimes. Hmm. He did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like really speaking into your mic, so y'all muttered to yourself. We didn't hear what you said. Oh, of course. I was speaking at the correct distance. Interesting. We did not hear again. Repeat. I'm so sorry. Well, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll just move on. <laughs> Once again, Joshua's ruined everything. <laughs> Hashtag goals. All right. So let's start with some of the comic books we mentioned. Like, how did the stories we all threw out treat ghosts and demons separately? Yeah, usually we see ghosts and demons as like the antagonistic force in any given media, which uh, I feel like that aligns with uh, what is in the Bible, usually. Uh, personally, I think it's more interesting when they're not that. Like in Hell, um, we see Hell kind of betray the human race because they kind of fall to what, you know, kind of fall into depravity. And then the, in this universe, the demons aren't really demons, they're just kind of other races. But I don't know, those are the ones that are the most interesting to me. Uh, I know some comic books have been like 
even pretty accurate descriptions of what we know about the demons in the Bible. Uh, those are kind of interesting. So then, like Hellboy will get a little accurate sometimes. Mm. Things like that. Usually not what I read will be accurately displaying the biblical or goetic demons. Okay, mm. so. hang it, Josh. Well, with what I watch, it's just all... It's it's like the feel-good... talking like, about comic books right now? <laughs> no, I'm talking about manga. Well, whatever. That's the next question. The question Continue. Yeah, but like... How are you watching the comic book? You know what I mean. Like, read, watch, but anyway. Continue. Yeah. Read, no. Don't let wait until manga. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, now you, go. You don't want to, you don't want to go first? Well, of course. I Mine's going to gonna take a minute. That's for last. Mine's going to take a minute. I don't care. So, so first, first I'll throw out quickly, Ice Cream Man, um, in the quarantine edition, when we're talking about like the COVID years, uh, he is seen in the Garden of Eden offering Eve ice cream instead of an apple, which was kind of the first hint that he was the devil. But in the most, I think it was issue 35, the quintessential book of monsters also revealed, uh, probably Satan. So that's Ice Cream Man. Also, as far as like horror comics go, I don't even comfortable talking about some of those issues. They are truly just something else. Okay. Um, but more importantly, uh, two comics I really love that deal with demons and stuff. So first, I'm going to go with one with Ghost. Scotty Young, we met at Comic-Con this year. Super excited. Me and Will saw him. He writes The Me You Love in the Dark. One of my favorite comics actually suggested to me by someone who worked at this store. So shout out, Jess, if you're listening. Um, but The Me You Love in the Dark five-issue series. It, it deals a lot with this artist looking for inspiration. Gets rents out this house. Supposedly it's haunted. She's just looking for inspiration. She sits in there. The ghost eventually approaches her. Starts off as kind of like a like a sweet love story. Like he's just kind of misunderstood, maybe. Um, in the middle of the story, one of my favorite lines, though, he, he says, Re- what is real? What a fluid term. And that's sort of what you get out of this, is that reality is kind of fluid. And you see this ghost, he's terrifying, all these eyes, teeth, just crazy stuff. The relationship kind of becomes where he doesn't want her to go out to get art supplies. He doesn't want her to go out to get anything. And she kind of ends up trapped there. Eventually, ends with a murder. We're still left wondering, is this ghost real? Is it a ghost even? Is it just a spirit? What is it? We're never really clear on that. Guy ends up murdered. The artist ends up lighting the house afire. It ends with this really spooky painting of the ghost with the burn marks from where it was in the house. And people looking at it in the art think, I love those kind of ghost stories where we're not sure if it's real, if it's not. And I, I like the ambiguity. I like the fear factor, all of that. I know you hate ambiguity. Get over it. Um, <laughs> to me, it was definitely a ghost, and I'm going to stand by that. Um, but then, Hellboy in Hell. That's where I got my whole other sheet for this one. Go ahead. So this is one of my, if I say my favorite comic ever, I'm either talking Hellboy in Hell, Ed Brubaker's run of Captain America, or... G. Willow Wilson's original Miss Marvel Kamala Khan series. Good choices. Yeah, they're all great. Hellboy in Hell, Mike Magnolia, very loosely based some of like what hell is structured as because Hellboy dies fighting a dragon. King Arthur stuff's involved. He's in hell now, sort of. He's actually on the edge of hell, but whatever. Um, loosely, the structure of hell is based on Paradise Lost by John Milton. So that's like an early recommendation. Check that book out. Um, but what you see is it's kind of like a bowl. In the very middle is the Lake of Fire. On the edge of the Lake of Fire, on the edge of Hell, is where we first see Hellboy. It's kind of got a city. And in the city, there are ghosts. There are spirits that are kind of like captured, but not in Hell yet. Hell itself, and this is where you get a lot of the symbolism that I really like about this place. And where the comic, post my accident, became really personal to me. So, in the middle of that, 
you have um I'm looking for the term I don't know how to read. I should have thought of that when I made okay. Pandemonium <laughs> is the city that's in the middle. Pandemonium is a word for just chaos. In the comic, Hellboy's arrival causes all of the leaders, leader demons, the captains, the guards to flee, leaves it unguarded. Hellboy unknowingly, somehow he has like a out-of-body experience kind of thing, slits the throat of Satan, which causes pure chaos. Some family drama happens. The Leviathan jumps out of the lake of fire to consume some people. It, it gets it gets wild. You have golems, you have husks that are like not quite any spirit. He means um, golems, not golem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Hellboy's dad is, is Ale. His mom was a witch. We discover that the reason he goes up to Earth is because while she was being executed in hell, she gives her life to Christ. She's as she's being saved and killed in hell. Hellboy is shot up in a ball of fire. It's not explicitly said that that's why he made it to Earth, but it's pretty heavily implied. It's because his mom got saved right as she was executed in hell. That raises some really interesting theological God, questions. Doesn't it? Yes, I love this series. It's so much fun. Um, but because without Satan, there is no rule. There is no order in hell. It all goes to chaos. It all just goes completely bonkers. Eventually, Hellboy leaves. The reason this is personal to me, I mentioned that earlier. I'm going to finish on this. Um, When I had my accident, for some reason, so I had this brain damage. I wasn't allowed to read. I'm not allowed to look at screens. I'm not allowed to look at TVs. The only Bible verse for some reason I could remember, and I still can't quote it now. It's funny, but I could quote it at the time. was Isaiah, I want to say it's 27.1, but it's the verse that says, The Lord with his great and powerful and mighty sword slayed Leviathan. Leviathan, the great serpent. Leviathan, the mighty serpent. Leviathan, adding to this story and to my moment in life, represents chaos. That's what it is in Jewish culture. Yes. So we see pandemonium, chaos. We see Satan death, chaos. We see all hell creating chaos. And Leviathan jumps up and saves Hellboy. And Hellboy at the end kills Leviathan. He kills chaos. Wouldn't you know, when I preached the sermon about Isaiah after my accident, I used my grandfather's Bible. I never found anything highlighted in it ever as I flipped through. But when I preached, I opened up to Isaiah. You want to know what the one verse highlighted was? Yes. So God is all about killing the chaos. And seeing that in this story being the main theme makes me feel like maybe that theme is pretty accurate to what we should be getting out of some of these stories. Well said, Joshua. So finally, you turned this podcast around (laughs) being useful to all of us. I tried. (laughs) But I'll go on this. End. I had a hard time with the ghost part of this. I could not remember for the life of me a lot of ghost stories in yeah. Marvel and DC, which is primarily where I go in comics. Yeah, ghost uh, Yeah, that's not a ghost. <laughs> He's not a ghost. It's just in the name. But I do remember there being, like, uh, technically speaking, Dead Man from DC would be like uh, an apparition or like astral projection, depending on how you view him and the way he can possess bodies to get I have stuff to agree. done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, not. Yeah. Of course, you've also got Demon Etrigan from as a positive figure and uh, fighting as a hero against uh, yeah. the evil magic in the world and stuff like that. Uh, so as far as that is so going on to to demons, we have to discuss. <laughs> and by we, I mean me. Ghost Rider. Uh, no, One More Day, which is there are only two things in this world that I rate a negative one out of ten. <laughs> Those being Don't The Last it. Jedi and ten out of ten. Uh, one more day, which in and of itself ruins the characters of Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Mary Jane, the, the defies who they are as people just so they can save some old bag. Who, mind you, I love Aunt May, but she is also old and going to die. So she's been, for those of you not without any context, 
Aunt May has been shot by a sniper's bullet, and Peter has gone across all the heroes who can't save an old woman from dying from a bullet wound. Then he goes to the villains and people like Dr. Doom and, Ooh. you know, uh, Mr. Sinister and Apocalypse and all these people, they can't solve a simple bullet wound. But you know who can? Mephisto. Naturally. Yes, you know, because not there's no such thing as reality warpers within Marvel. There's no one he could have made a deal with the devil with in like a, a more villainous sense. But no, he has to go to one of the closest Marvel analogs to Satan in Mephisto to destroy not his soul or Mary Jane's soul, but their marriage. <laughs> Which <laughs> this is the first time Mephisto has ever made a deal like this. It's so weird. <laughs> I it, think it was just to infuriate you. <laughs> uh, yes. You want to know what's funny? When Marvel was having their clone saga issues, you know, one of the funny ways they said, oh, we could resolve all this. They said, oh, it'd be stupid if we brought Mephisto in here just to solve this clone saga ordeal. You know why? Because it's a stupid idea. <laughs> now, Go ahead. for a good Mephisto story, yes. on the positive side of this, yes. uh, Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom together visit Mephisto's realm. That is fantastic. It gives you a lot of insight of what hell is like in Marvel. Yes. And it actually is kind of the torture stuff that people like Christian believe in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange or Doctor Doom go to hell? I don't no, know. No, it's like something torment or something like that. I can't remember. It's a I graphic have it novel. on my phone. I'll tell you after. Actually, let me look it up. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was going to say something else, too. Oh, Sorry. another positive Mephisto story would be uh, some of the early stuff he did with the Silver Surfer. And the two of them have been at odds for a very long time. Silver Surfer obviously representing like everything that Mephisto is not. What? Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, Norm Rad is nothing compared to Will Rose. I mean, nothing. But there's a great what if issue where Silver Surfer, I believe, is not able to escape the Earth like he is in regular Fantastic Four. So he ends up joining the Fantastic Four. But Mephisto is very upset at this. And Use is, is triumph and torment. So I had half of that right. Uh, Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom triumph and torment. But Silver Surfer is essentially able to bargain with Mephisto to save the Fantastic Four's life by giving up his soul. But it's just so pure that Mephisto can't stand its presence. So he's forced to get rid of him. And kind of same the way there was a story in the 90s with uh, Neron uh, in DC with Captain Marvel, who willingly gave up his soul to protect a lot of villains who had made deals with Neron for their souls. And it's that same thing of like evil cannot comprehend a pure good soul. Now, obviously, there are theological implications. I don't think either Captain Marvel or Nora Rad are believers, but it's that idea of holy and pure cannot abide, uh, evil cannot abide in its presence. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get on to something that Payne can actually talk about so she doesn't have to scroll on her phone and be ignored by TJ can justify, I'm looking at for like more demon stuff because, <laughs> yeah, I'm researching. So back right. off. Demonology. Okay. Yes. So, keep now let's turn to some manga that we all mentioned earlier. It's something we might not have earlier. Let's stand down about the demons and ghosts in these stories. So I don't really like ghosts with manga. Like the whole manga with the boyfriend dies, but then he's still like lingering on with the ghost and like, you know, she still loves it because there's no action, you know? Like you can't you can't get married to him. Like he's dead. Let him let the dead bury the dead. You know, so I'm not a big ghost fan. But Personally, I think uh, ghosts were really good in their heyday back in like you know like the seven. But I think now they're kind of played out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all I'm all for the demons. So TJ mentioned it, but like my very first one was Inuyasha. 
to watching that and reading the manga whenever you are waiting for the anime. Well, that's an important distinction too. What? It, well, that's what thing He's we were talking about. Demon. What's the demon difference between a demon and a yokai? Yeah, but he so. is a demon. Yep. Yokai. Well, what is the difference? What is the okay, difference? Okay, so what is yokai? Trans- yeah, because you didn't yokai. tell me the, the criteria of demon. Well, in the show, it does say half demon. Yes, because that's a translation. Yeah, Yasha means so demon in Japanese. We in the uh, West here have the idea of the fair fault. Well, the West games, is wrong. We always establish your fairies, your pixies, stuff like that. Well, in Japan, their version of the fair folk are yokai. We have then transferred that word, translated it as demon, because it's like the closest thing we can think of. But it's more like in the sense of fairies being these entities that exist among us, but aren't necessarily in hell or anything like that. They actually- okay, so we, we've talked about demons actually being in hell then? Yeah, yeah more like, I mean, like, so same thing with Demon counts. Slayer, more like they're not real demons in the sense of what we would say. They're more like vampires and ghouls as teachers. Why are you discriminating against my demon? Well, because if we're going to do this correctly, I support I the definition. I support Elizabeth's position. Yeah, don't discriminate. <laughs> we're supposed to be all accepting so and all loving. Are you telling me I can't discriminate against demons? Yes. <laughs> we're now going to throw a new uh, revolt I, against Christian? All right, we're speaking. Uh, TJ, try to speak. Ahead, so TJ. if we're going to be pedantic yes. and say, oh, all the, all the manga demons are actually yokai, then the only one we can really talk about, to my knowledge, is going to be Blue Exorcist. Wait, I'm not Good saying show. all demons within manga oh, are yokai. I'm just saying Inuyasha specifically, they're yokai. Yeah, the fox demon, the kitsune. Yeah. Shashimaru is... But go ahead, go, Blue Exorcist. I know you're a big fan. So Blue Exorcist actually is, like, just straight up having Mephisto in it. Uh, he's great. I love Mephisto when he's in it. It also has Loki. It has... Um, Gosh, what are the other? The Elsbolt makes an appearance. Uh, in Blue Exorcist. I've watched it. Uh, I think in Blue Exorcist, it does get kind of. Uh, it's not quite accurate because they want to make all of their characters lovable. They do a good job. But they're not like biblical. Okay. I'll talk about Devil as a part timer. Is, is a devil a demon? Or is, no. It's more species. Uh, TJ, help me out. Devils are separate. Okay, well then. So demon is from the pits of hell. Yes. That's what we're saying. So the devil can't be from the pits of hell? No, no. Mal uh, in that series is not an actual demon like from hell, but he's a race of people known as demons. But they literally refer to him as Satan. Yes, that's his name. They didn't um, make him Satan. I'm useless this episode. Whatever. It's also a series that really loses itself along the way. Also, should be pronounced Satan? No. No, shut up. It should be? Nope. Get out. Not on my show. That uh, long A sound just doesn't exist. I'm going to continue scrolling what I've watched and find it. Try again. Continue. (laughs) I'll try again. So, Devil Man Crybaby, I feel like. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Devil Man Crybaby is really strongly like biblical goetic demons. Also, a very poor theology, but at the end of the day, a very entertaining story. Yeah. So, you mentioned Blue Exorcist. What about Black Butler? You do. You couldn't hear him. Sebastian Uh, from Black Butler, the demon. I don't particularly care for it, but you may talk about it. No, I'm, not, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to, like, class, I, I'm trying I to join in your classification <laughs> of your prejudice of what actually makes a demon. I mean, you may absolutely do so. Because but I'm saying, would you agree then to uh, Christian well, standards, the I Christian no standard demons? I, I left Black Butler behind forever. But I'm saying, is Sebastian a Christian standard demon? I, I don't remember, is my point. <laughs> I uh, no. Pang, please talk about that. I don't know who he is. Please do. Black Butler? I've never heard of this. Oh, he is one hell of a butler. Let me tell you about Sebastian. Like, I don't know anything about manga at all. Okay. <laughs> That's why he hasn't been speaking. 
Yes. Okay. So Black Butler is pretty much uh, about a demon who makes a contract with this human boy, CL. And CL's family completely gets murdered and he is out for revenge. And so in order to get revenge, he's known as like the queen's dog. And so he has to clean up the scum of Europe. And so England specifically. And so he makes a deal with the devil. And so Sebastian, he's, he's so young, you guys. If you have not seen the anime, oh my goodness. So, so there is an anime. Yeah, there is an so anime. I don't have to read manga stuff. You don't have to. No, you Pretty can watch good. it. But here's the thing. Just like what it always does, the anime veered off of the manga. And so the first season is great. But then it got, you know, so read the manga. I just, I refuse to read manga. That's fine. You can watch the first anime and lust after Sebastian. Man. Black Buster. Black Butler sucks. No, not the what? No, no, it does not. It's boring. I love it. I've never enjoyed Black Butler. Guys, uh, please drop in the comments on YouTube whether or not I should watch Black Butler. I mean, I don't think Butler. you should watch Black Butler. There's but really I'm nothing so for you. But I mean, it's said. interesting of the Queen's guard dog. There's like a twist at the end that you don't realize what's happening. And it's, he's pretty much it's fighting all these demons. And Why would I not like the Grim that? Reaper shows up. I like it. it. It's almost like a crime thing, too. He's like, has to solve these so cases, fun. has to solve the murder and whatnot. And... Yeah, yeah, I like that Sherlock one you made me watch. Yeah, I mean, you might like it, but there is a lot of eye candy. I'll always be male eye candy. I know how to read. That's why I do subtitles. Yeah, but I, I like, like it. any of the pictures. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, there's, a, there's not boy love, but everyone wants, like, you know, you know, the Sebastian and CL. Like, they have, like, I feel a, like I'm not going to. No, there's not boy love. I'm just letting you know with the <laughs> fandom, like, they want yeah, it. Yeah, some fandoms can totally they, ruin it, It's stuff. so upsetting. Yeah. I was like, no. And then, so the whole point um, is once CL gets his vengeance, Sebastian gets to eat his soul. Like, I know a lot of fans of Star Wars who hate on The Last Jedi and just ruins it for me. I hate uh, that. I think those same people <laughs> would be very upset. At... Oh. Who said that? Is that really? <laughs> oh, Thank, <man>. you, bald <laughs> surfer. Thank you, Anonymous Bald Thank Surfer. Thank you. <laughs> so, now, I just wanted to be known. I've gotten the most, like, interaction now of the day so okay. do not disagree with me ever again accurate <laughs> uh, now josh you had an interesting idea about how Did brooke I? is handled in one piece and how this could correlate to our discussion i just thought if i put it in the examples one of you guys would explain to me how brooke works and i would find it interesting so uh brooke <laughs> i don't remember the exact name of his fruit uh but what it actually does is prevent him from dying or it gave him a second life really okay uh but it doesn't like reconstitute his body. It just kind of lets him exist in a state of decay. Yeah, like he's but immortal, his but his uh, like he never died. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he learned to extract his spirit from his body because what was really going on was his soul was inhabiting the skeleton. Okay. It is not the soul soul fruit because that is what Big Mom has, and it gives her control over other souls. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but Brooke is human who never died, but his like body decayed. So he's the undead. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Not a ghost. He's, he's more of a zombie than a demon. Yes. Okay. Interesting. All right. So I'll get to my choice, which was Yu Yu Hakusho. Ah, oh, that's a good yes, one. Uh, where we get ghosts <laughs> and demons. And that's great eye candy, too. Karama, uh, Kie. Uh, of course. Love now, uh, for Yusuke, our main character here, is he starts the series off dying. And there's this mix of he wasn't supposed to die. He was uh, just this. He was trying to save a child from being hit by this car. He gets a uh, truck or something like that, gets run over, and he meets a 
a Shinigami, a, a Soul Reaper, which uh, we complete, which we could talk about too, but that's its own thing. You didn't film. <laughs> so the reason, go ahead. Oh, I'm okay. excited. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm sorry I was mean to you. Yeah, okay. I'm back, <laughs> back in your good graces. Okay. Let's talk about you, Hakusho. Go, go, go. Yeah. So his part of his deal is he shouldn't be dead. So what the, essentially the, what's the word, the, the bureaucracy of the afterlife has like, okay, we're going to give you one chance to be come back to life. Yeah, but and, the reason why he got his chances because this dude was such a freaking dirtbag in real life. No one anticipated him doing a random act of kindness to, to save, save this, this kid. Yeah. Because the reality is the kid who was supposed to get hit by the car would have never gotten hit. So Yusuke pretty much died for nothing. And all of heaven was like, yeah, we didn't see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So uh, at this point, just like earn his way back. He's got to perform these good deeds and uh, proves himself at the end of like not giving up part of some uh, part of himself to actually save someone else again, that he's able to come back to life. And as part of that, he then takes on the role of a spirit detective, fighting against different uh, demons that are trying to uh, destroy the human world and like bring the two worlds together. Kind of. So it's a very fascinating series. I highly recommend it. And it has a good ending. Yeah, a very good ending. Like it, it's so well done. Okay, uh, just bring back up the Blue Exorcist. This be the only thing that I sort of know about that you've talked about. Okay. That's it. Okay. I just wanted to feel included. I'm glad you're here. Those are the ones with the twins, right? <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I watched that one. Blue Exorcist had the twins with yes, it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Making sure I like, wasn't really, mixing the anime. I just feel like it's more a commentary on like church and church structures than anything. Well, actually, it's fun. that kind of fits into our next question, which oh, okay. is, how does the biblical betrayal, uh, portrayal of demons and ghosts compare to the ones we mentioned today? Uh, Blue Exorcist they have like next to nothing in common <laughs> outside of there being demons and being bad. It's fair. And the church in itself in that series is like some weird Shinto, a Catholic church. Yeah. And yeah. So anyone else? No, that's pretty much right. <laughs> I, uh, well, there's just so many different views on what hell is uh -huh. and demons and etc. that I'm kind of just this. It's a weird question because when you're asking about the biblical view of these things, depending on who you're asking, they have a completely different thing in mind than what Christian or I might have in mind. You know, if you're talking to me. I'm thinking more like our battle's not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities. It's against the rulers of darkness. I'm like, oh, so that's what I'm thinking. You know, somebody else is like, yeah, that's not even real. Demons are more a figurative thing. So clearly we're talking about different things. So when you're comparing what we think the Bible says to what comics say, well, comics are pretty clear what it's saying. There's pictures. The Bible doesn't have pictures. <laughs> Somebody needs to rectify that Bible. immediately. Let, let that be your lesson for today. The Bible <laughs> does not have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's we'll, what's we'll uh, the shout out to our friend the word for word Bible comment? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Anyone else? My Bible has maps and like pictures of the temple. Is there a map stuff. of hell? You saying that's like a legitimate question? You said question. Bibles do not have pictures. I'm just saying maybe not your Bible. But no, no, I'm just legitimately asking if it has a map of hell because that would be kind of cool. No, be sick. No. Well, you should read Dante's Inferno. Yeah, you no. have to ask Dante about that. <laughs> Actually, don't read Dante's Inferno. Read the entire Divine Council. People who just read the Inferno are missing the point of the story. Yeah. So on the Inferno is the best part of the Divine Comedy, though. So like, it's more entertaining, but it, you miss the point of the story. So earlier, I mentioned we mentioned Mephisto. And I think that's a really great use of the idea of demons as tempters, demons as wanting to do what is worst for the world. And of course, Mephisto, blah, Mephisto comes from Mephistopheles, which was written. Oh my gosh, what is his name? Goethe? Goethe? Something like that? Yeah, uh, a German, by the way. If you couldn't tell from that terrible pronunciation. 
And it's that uh, fascinating story of you know, Dr. Faustus and like making a deal with a demon. What does that actually mean? We don't really see in scripture, you know, anyone going to a demon or, or Satan himself and say, all right, it's time to make a deal. We see Satan attempting to make a deal with Jesus to you know, say, oh, just worship me and I'll give you the entire earth. Because as we see in scripture, like Satan essentially reigns over the earth. We have a very false view of him being trapped in hell right now versus having essentially free reign outside of what God doesn't allow him to do, which we also see in Job. The devil can only do so much. Which also wasn't the devil. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, if we go with Hasatan. Yeah. Part of the divine council. And yes. Heaven. We'll get to that in our <laughs> bonus question after all this. I, um, are we, we'll say something to you. I, I was just going to bring up like the Catholics do believe, you know, ghosts do persist after death. You're not allowed to talk to them. Once they ask for prayer, they talk to a saint. That's it. It's over. Uh, yeah. There is a, I cannot remember and I could not find online, but uh, a lot of people believe that Mother Mary's ghost shows up above a uh, basilica in uh, somewhere in like Iran or something. Yeah. 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 But yes, uh, they see that as canon. That's Mary's ghost. So, one of the interesting things about Hellboy and Hell, um, <laughs> could y'all guess what I'm going to recommend? <laughs> no, I, um, it's really a mod podge. So, a lot of your Hellboy comics typically. It'll pick one culture, spiritual thing, and kind of explore that. And usually it stays pretty true to the lore, not necessarily the religious text, but like the common understood lore. Yes. Um, in hell, we get some of the stuff that Catholics believe. We get some of the Jewish lore. If you're looking even like at the Talmud, there's stuff specifically from there that's not in our Bibles. Um, when you think about like Leviathan being in the lake of fire, you know, our Bibles say something about Leviathan being hidden deep into the earth. The Talmud explains that that's in the lake of fire. Pretty interesting concept. Um but I mean, you get these weird montage in there, but a lot of it is accurate. One of the things I think is really interesting there is how it portrays there being an order of demons. Um, I think sometimes that might be biblically accurate. I think the Bible's pretty weird when it comes to like demons in hell, if it means it literally or not. But I'll leave that alone for now, just to say like some places it does kind of seem to suggest that there is a hierarchy. There's greater and lesser demons. So I think that that concept playing such a big part in the comic was really interesting. Okay. Well, well said, everyone on that. Uh, very great arguments all around, even Josh's. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ghost Freak in Ben 10 a lot. What? I like Ghost Freak from Ben 10. Mm. Yeah. That's a good depiction. He's also ghost. an alien, not really a ghost. Yeah, yeah but what does he mean? Danny Phantom? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's ghost. the weird that's boy the ghost from. on Danny Phantom. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. But that's also Western animation. And not yeah, that's anything still <laughs> I was just saying when he said Ben 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, we're talking about Western animation. You know, South Park has a uh, Satan. <laughs> that we can that's the most high. accurate betrayal, I think. <laughs> also, not our topic for discussion today. Yeah, still Western animation, even just, if it's I truly. Just want to Ghost Freak. I really like Ghost Freak. I love South Park. I think it's one of the best designs in the original Ben 10 run. All right. So, how can Christians believe that ghosts are real? If we expect everyone to stand before God on Judgment Day. Now, Josh, uh, I want you to think about, so, so he's the one who wrote this question. Uh, number one, uh, you misspelled judgment. There's not an E uh, after, you know, the G. I'm just so excited for this. Um, I wrote this question. And by wrote this, what I did was go into our topics thing where Christian wrote the, the topic and I hit copy paste. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is not my question. Actually, I think you texted it to me and I copy paste the text. Did but I? you asked to do an episode about that question, so I included. Nope. Well, it didn't come to me. Supernatural. I didn't do that. All right, so we have a disagreement here. Who's <laughs> right? Who's wrong? Let's uh, ask in the comments. We'll have a poll. I don't think we can do that. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 
Because I, I really don't remember that. I'll well, be perfectly I don't honest. remember where this came from either. You know, why don't we just blame... Uh, I just know that at some point you did mention wanting to talk about, like, whether Christians can believe in ghosts or not. Yes, that was definitely something. Yeah. Um, I, will say, I think uh, the best way to believe in ghosts is to be uh, just a little bit silly goofy. Okay. I, would, I would like to say, um, like with many words that are uh, used in English and British English, uh, judgment with an E is used in Britain instead of without one. Oh, yeah. And my computer is set to UK, so it probably autocorrected that. Okay. Well, I haven't had to care about that since 1776. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about ghosts in the Bible, I mean, Saul literally went to a medium okay. to channel. I mean, if you think that's a literal story. Yeah. No, no, thank God someone got us I'm back saying, on topic. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yes. this is a thought. Yes. No, go ahead, Pang. Let's, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I mean, here's the thing. We all know I don't care a lot. <laughs> like, it's not a secret. So I really could care less about, like, ghosts and demons and whatnot like that. But here I am. But to answer the question... If I was trying to get a Christian to like, I was like, I was like, what if there is where Saul went and communicated with Samuel in the Bible? So apparently Josh, like Josh isn't debating freaking landing on the moon, but he's going to debate this. So go ahead. Josh. Yeah. Ghosts are silly. Huh? Uh, biblical inerrancy is also a little silly to me, but that's just me. I'm just saying. Well, it also depends how we interpret those specific verses. That's true. Is this actually uh, Samuel's spirit that the witch of Endor is able to bring up from Sheol or whatever or is it God intervening and that's why she freaks out because she wasn't expecting him or is it a demon taking on his form so or many some questions. bad mushrooms or, or, or they're all just eating some really bad mushrooms right beforehand and somehow we got that biblical story out of it I am of the belief that God actually intervened and brought Samuel there to pronounce judgment. And that's why she freaks out. Well, like also, if she you was go, a charlatan trying to mess with him. And to typically, all scripture is written by man, inspired by God. So would, you know, something that was, you know, false be inspired by God to write in the Bible? Yep. So what I'm just saying, I feel like Josh is yep. a heretic. That, that's uh, I think God inspired the message, not necessarily the accuracy or the historical things of the story. But hey, if you want to believe in a flat earth, go for so, it. <laughs> You don't which, believe uh, the record, Bible. No so you believe the Bible is beautiful, then you can get disputing the Bible. Parts of it, yeah. Okay. Josh thinks he's better than the Bible. Wow. I think that the Bible is very clearly not written to be literal. Okay. And that's definitely, certainly a valuable uh, interpretation to have. Also wrong. But you know what? I also love yeah, you. Some parts of it are yeah. definitely literal. I, I yeah, mean, yes. I'm the, yeah. And that's one of the important things we have here at Sismagy College is that obviously we come from very different points of view and how do we look at scripture? Is it something that we can say is 100% true? Or is it like, this is as close as we're going to get what the original intent was or something like that? But like, always at the end of the day, Josh is wrong. Yes, uh, yeah, you can always yeah. accept that. That's yeah. true. That yeah. is collective. <laughs> I'm always wrong, even when I'm right. right. So on the actual question. Yeah, the Bible may not be inerrant, but I am. Okay, yes, TJ is <laughs> always right too. Uh, so how can Christians sure. believe ghosts are real if we expect everyone to stand before God on Judgment Day? My second issue was it doesn't really matter, does it? If they're going to end up at Judgment Day anyways, even if they've been lingering around. I swear this is just how you worded the question. I, I swear <laughs> you are making something up here. And we are having like someone messed with our memories or something like that. And now we're, they wanted to see us back live on air. If I, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's causing some chaos. Um, if I had to guess what okay. this question was about... <laughs> I think it's more of a, the Bible kind of suggests, if you're of the inerrant camp, it, it kind of suggests this idea that your spirits are waiting Judgment Day, and one day will go to Judgment Day. It says uh, to be, um, what was it, to um, to leave your bodies to be present with the Lord, something like that. You know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a verse like that that a lot of people like to use, 
that means it's, that kind of implies as soon as I'm dead, boom, I'm in the presence of God. So how could there be such a thing as ghosts? Okay. That's my guess. Well, that's a very interesting question because it raises those theological implications. Is it possible for God to allow a spirit to remain for some purpose? Could it be like maybe God allows a spirit to remain behind to solve its own murder like we've seen in cases across the entire world? Or, or is it something that there's another purpose? God is going to get more glory if this spirit does not immediately go to him. Or maybe he's giving someone more time to repent. Could even be an argument you could make. So that sounds a lot like purgatory. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I mean, yeah. I don't believe particularly in purgatory. I mean, if I'm, I'm pretty indifferent. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. I think you know you're just chilling until the judgment. Day. I, and then everyone gets judged at once. <laughs> yeah, because something that you got to like request a leave of absence and go haunt somebody. <laughs> Now, if hell is a place of eternal torment, I think purgatory makes a lot of sense. But if it's not, I don't see the need of it. Okay. Uh, personally, I'm of the belief that as soon as you're done on this world, you've expired, you go straight up to him, and you're sent one or the other. Now, can I prove that exclusively right now? No. <laughs> but, all right, uh, before we wrap up this, Will, are there any questions we have up there? Okay. So. Guys, thank you for listening to the show for this excellent round of bickering between friends. Uh, how to interpret the Bible? How do we look at ghosts? What, what qualifies as a demon? Is Christian right? Is Peng right? Are we all wrong? Did Christian and Josh both have an experience where someone stole our memories of a question that doesn't exist in my mind, but somehow he got? And yeah, I just want to point out something. The only one of us who has, hasn't bickered this episode is the owner of the whole church podcast, your favorite church unity podcast, Tiberius Swan. Thank you. Well, that's why he's an heir. Yeah, he's great. Always right. He just doesn't care Applause. like me, too. <laughs> Except when you don't care. <laughs> you get bigger, though. I'm just saying, like, he does, he cares even less than I do. <laughs> so, uh, enough. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, subscribe again on Captivate Apple Podcasts to get some extra questions. We're going to be doing one right after this. Uh, just join us on Patreon as well. Keep, like us on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button, as Master, <laughs> Pastor Will Rose would say, if he were here. Uh, of course, the like button as well. Yes. The notification little bell. That's a good one. Yes, that way you know when we're live or when we just release something. So thank you for all that. Um, join us on Discord if you, if you have the time as well. We have some really good conversations there. Really enjoy to have more people to join. Uh, but remember, we are only chosen people. A geekdom of priests. Oh, wow. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.